This is CliffCentral.com. Gentlemen by choice on CliffCentral.com. Wait, what time is it today? It's 12 o'clock. Which day is it? It's Thursday. You know what that means? It's time for Gentlemen by Choice. Yeah, baby! Yeah! Welcome to Gentlemen by Choice. You're chilling with Wizza. Wizza, that guy. But I'm never alone. I'm always joined by some really cool gentlemen. And uh, they're always here with me. Simpiwe, Pedros, <laughs> and Lesihoma Panga. Gentlemen, how you guys doing? 100%, buddy. How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Lesiho. I'm good. Fantastic. Can't complain. Yeah, yeah. That's good, man. It's good to have you back, Lesiho. Uh, yeah, Lesiho, where were you, bro? Hey, I was out, guys. Even right now, I think... I was telling Simpia, I think I'm getting a bit of the cold right now. <laughs> You're getting a bit of cold? I think I'm getting a bit of the flu. But I mean, we can't let that happen. That's is mediocrity. it man flu? What, what is it? Is it <laughs> nah, that's mediocrity. So early. We can't be I getting mean, flu. Winter's not even here That's yet. what I'm saying. Winter is coming. And do you know, <laughs> do you know what the worst type of flu is? It's the summer cold. Yeah. When you have the flu in summer, that is the worst cold. Ace, ace. Well, I, what I think, though, is... Uh, so, so because I'm like doing voiceovers and stuff like that, I always have to stay healthy. So, like, yo, bro. Where's it has his remedies? Eh? Did he tell you about those funny remedies of his? <laughs> I'll, I'll <laughs> I, think we should, I think we should talk about you those. You know, I, you always have to have some sort of chemical potion going on yeah. to make sure that you don't get sick. But I mean, on the, the regular stuff is literally just when you're out with friends, choose orange juice above appetizer or whatever else anybody else is having because you know, there's vitamin c right yeah man so you always just gotta just make those little decisions every single day that actually you know um make sure that you don't really get sick but then there's other things as well like today i started with my morning with some um lemon and ginger tea you know oh, what I'm right. about? yes mm-hmm, with some yes. honey in there you know that type of stuff i'm on the i'm on the peppermint tea oh yeah lemon Ah, that ah. thing it just wakes you up it's and like it clears out everything. everything. Yeah, that's good. I love the ginger tea with lemon, bro. Yeah, yeah. that thing is amazing. Mm, I I actually so I think it's, mm. it's it comes in those sachets, right? Yeah, that's yeah. the one, bro. Yeah, because at first I was about to buy ginger and buy lemons and buy <laughs> honey. Then I was I, I asked myself, isn't there something where it's like there must already? Be something. So I was there. just walking through the aisles like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> <laughs> So, so I mean, there's all these really cool things that you can get these days to, you know, to make sure that you don't get sick. And always yeah. a stitch in time saves a dime. Yeah. Sounds like gentleman's yeah. etiquette, right? Yes, yeah, see. man. Yeah, man. <laughs> Speaking of gentlemen, you know, it's actually a year of gentlemen by choice. Yeah, well, it's the fin- it's the financial year for others, but it's also the radio, um, the y- radio yeah, year as yeah. well, right? So this is like. Um, this is like uh, New Year's Eve for radio right now. This is yeah, that last show just before we are officially, you know, entering a new year into into radio years. This is when you you can now claim you have experience. <laughs> <laughs> you can walk around and be like, "I'm a seasoned veteran." <laughs> Been here, seasoned. dog. <laughs> Been doing this thing. Been doing this. Yeah, this yeah. Thing. <laughs> so I mean, it's it's like if you're watching series that we've already completed season, season one. one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And we about it now going to season two. What does season two hold? And we have to try and, you know, have it a little bit different. Yeah, there man. There must be some sort of spice nyana, some sort of flavor. I think there needs to be a new flavor. I mean, it, it becomes redundant, doesn't it? Like, we get, bo- we even get bored of, uh, doing the same old thing over and over again. I think, I think it's in our culture. 
I mean, mm. Simpia was at uh, Chancellor for <laughs> an X amount of time that he got bored, <laughs> you know, and then he was at Deloitte and then he got bored, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, as well, and then we did engineering and then we got bored. So, bored. so <laughs> we did engineering for the longest time though, so I think yeah. that's where it started, bro. I was like, Man. yo, now, nah, bro. Like, engineering takes, um, takes your bone marrow out of your bones. <laughs> <laughs> I can believe that, eh? <laughs> like, but you, but you know the thing about um about varsity and engineering and all that, no? Mm. The one thing I realized, you know when you go back to campus and you go to your lectures and just engage with them? Yeah. The amount of respect they have once you've left. It's almost like that thing. You remember when you matriculated? Yeah. Like teachers were always being fine. Once you matriculate, then all of a sudden, all the teachers are nice to you. Like, mm. oh, yeah. how are you? You we made We're it. coming back. <laughs> we miss you. It's like, Psst, please. <laughs> so, so I still say engineering is so overrated, guys. I love how Wizard said it Like it sucks the bone marrow Out of your bones It like literally takes The life out of you Almost yeah. like what but it, it, In fairness It doesn't do this To everybody it, Yes It depends on um, Your personality as well I think One thing that I I'd said in a seminar once That I could probably say again Is You made some decisions When you were 17 18 years old As in which career You want to do Which is all good and then that's what you went for but let's think about it if you met um a, if if you had two people in front of you there's a 16 year old or 17 year old and a um a 20 year old or 25 year old and then you had to take advice from these two people whose advice would you trust a bit more the older one the older one maybe they've seen more of life maybe they've you know they've Witness more things. They they know a bit more about what's out there. Yeah. So so they they view it's a little bit bigger. That's why yeah. you trust your parents more than you could maybe trust you know someone a bit mm. younger. So now the same applies to you. If you taking your own advice, Lesoko, right now you'd like what twenty? You're going to twenty six, right? Mm. Would you take um twenty five year old Lesoko's advice, or, or would you take seventeen year old Lesoko's advice? <laughs> twenty five. 25 because yeah. 25 knows has better. seen more he knows better he's, he's been a, through he's a radio seasoned veteran there <laughs> <laughs> we go that's why bars <laughs> straight up bars. yeah so so i mean no matter what it is you're doing but you are you you'd probably want to take the advice of the seasoned person more than the unseasoned person yeah. and now the same thing let's say you made a certain decision when you were 17 years old as in this is what i want to do with my life mm. and as you went now, a lot of people find themselves stuck doing what they said set out to do when they were 16 or 17. And now th th it doesn't really seem like the thing for them anymore. But now they, 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 they think, well, this is what it is for me. This is all I got. This yeah. is, this is where I should be. But if, if I had to ask you now, what do you want to do? Maybe you now have different things, different dreams. And who are you not to take the advice of 25 year old you versus the 16 year old you? you know? I mean, does 17 year old Lesako even know what he wanted to do or what he wanted mm. to become, you know? Do you know what this speaks to? Remember, mm. we interviewed Chad a couple of weeks back. Yeah. And uh, we spoke to reinventing yourself. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, he was a, he was a, Football player at some point mm -hmm. Yeah And then he and was he a thought, golfer Yeah And then he was a rapper So I think it's one of those things I think as much as And and, and I agree with you is As much as um, You made decisions When you were 17 I think it's a, it's a whole thing Of reinventing yourself You yeah, can't man. be the same person Yeah For like a full decade mm. And also when it comes to education um, I know You know Inverted commas We badmouth edu Education and engineering 
in terms of what you what you go through. But it's never a waste of time. It yeah. isn't. It yeah, isn't. It's never a waste of time because the way you grow as a person, how you think, and I actually see it. Mm. A, a lot of time when you interact with other people that study other things yeah. and it's different, you actually realize that okay, yeah, cool, I can see yeah. the levels. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can agree with that. You know, yeah. where you like you you're looking at the whole picture and then people are just focusing on this one problem, or you like your mind. I catch myself. The engineer and some people comes out every now and then, mm. and he's looking at the whole thing. Is like nah, but guys, this is not gonna work out. I you can I, see it like all the way down yeah, the road. You're like guys, yeah, bro. just cut this thing out because over there you're gonna see trouble. Yeah, yeah. and people are like whoa, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Exactly. Yeah. So no, I guess that's true. what we need to do with the 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 next journey, the next season mm-hmm. of the radio year, right? And you know what this speaks to. So, and I know I'm doing a bit of a sidebar here. Um, speaking of the whole 17 versus 25 year old you, yeah. A bit of advice to all the young people that are listening. Um, when you get your first job and you earn your first bit of income salary, yeah. Do not make a large financial decision, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like a car. You know, uh, yes, yeah, like, like a car. A car like That's a car, the biggest but, mistake most people make. Right? But the, an even bigger one is getting a place, oh, a man. home loan. A lot of guys like they get into their first job and they immediately buy like a one bedroom, two bedroom apartment, mm. and then about two, not even long, bro, like two, two and a half years into it, yes, you realize you, it's too small for you. Yeah, mm. like what you're gonna do now? Because now you got like a twenty year, you got a twenty year commitment. Mm-hmm. And you'll need mm-hmm. a you'll need mm-hmm. a significant amount of money to get out of that. That's how you trap yourself. Eh? That's how you trap yourself. Yeah. So what should you do then with your with your money? Should you? Do you know what you do? A lot of people a lot of people get into their first job and they don't even know how long they're gonna stay there. Mm. You don't even know you're gonna be there. You don't even know you're gonna move. You don't even know. So the the right. So what a lot of people say is that listen, your very first job, stay there for at least over a year. Yeah. Just to see where you are because yeah. all the time when you go into a company. Yes, you don't know the culture. You don't know mm. the people. You don't yeah. even know if you want to be there or not. Mm. So, excuse me. Usually after a year, a year and a half, or even two years, yeah, two years to be safe, mm. you'll know exactly where you have life is going, what the trajectory is. Mm. Yeah, That's when you can make uh, uh, such large decisions. Yes. Again. So, don't follow Sampiwe's uh, life path. <laughs> no, actually, Sampiwe actually has <laughs> the right idea. Because <laughs> the classic example. Yeah, no, no. Because no, he... But he, he, he at the, I mean, when he starts off at one company, you think he's going to stay there. Yeah. And then pretty much a few months down yeah. the line, he says, no, I don't want this anymore. These guys have other expectations yeah, of me exactly. that I don't, I don't necessarily want to follow. Change companies. But now Simpio has Simpio actually bought a house. I would be trapped While he was system. in his first job, he yeah. would be stuck in that job. The system would have had now you can't long. leave because you're comfortable Cause for you the took salary. A, you, took, you said you took a serious pay cut with your first yeah. move, right? Yeah. So now imagine you, you had... You you were living on credit, meaning that you were living mm. beyond your means. Yeah. And then you you can't even take that pay cut to go for passion now because you're thinking passion is gonna have to wait, dog, until I pay off this house. So passion will wait for another twenty years. Imagine. So, and then twenty years down the line, well Simpiwe's got little Simpiwe's running around. And you, you push <laughs> passion into them now. Like and yeah. now and now you can't you can't do passion anymore because these kids, their school fees. I mean, you're not gonna send your kids talk. to to um you Supatzala know high. <laughs> <laughs> and you you're probably gonna want to send them to somewhere where you know you're thinking okay they maybe go, yeah. maybe they'll deserve to go there and you your lady has certain expectations as well mm. she doesn't want to drive a supatzala high type of car you know what I mean? <laughs> where does this come from like that time she's probably cosa so now you know <laughs> Now you know it's like bars. There we yeah, go. Let's bring the Costa thing back. Hey, yo. <laughs> so, so listen, sticking with this topic, right? I want to yeah. ask you guys a question, mm. right? 
Uh, I mean, when it comes to life policies yeah. and those type of insurances, mm. I have a bit of a problem with them, and I'll tell you, and I'll I'll yeah. explain why. So, Wiza, um, you can, if I were to give you two options, I say, listen, you can take out this life policy, right? Yeah. Where when you get to age sixty, it pays out a million rand. Yeah. yeah. Right. That's that's and you I mean you contribute you're contributing like maybe fifty rand or a hundred bucks a month. Yeah. For the next forty years. True. Okay? Um, or I say work hard at your job, do the bit that you are, and become a multimillionaire by the mm. age of, let's say, fifty-five. Mm. Which one would you take? I'll take the second one, simply because it's in my terms now. Because essentially, what I'm asking is that if you have fifty million rand in the bank, mm. do you actually need a life policy? You don't. Do you need a funeral cover if you have fifty million rand in the bank? I, can I just answer this? Yeah. The the answer to all the problems we face, debt, insurance, all of that, is just us making more money. If we make more money in everything that we do, then we won't need to stress about everything else. Because if you think about it, insurance and all that drive, right? They actually call it insurance in case, in, in case ish happens. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. It's in case the wrong thing happens. Yeah. But if you know where you're going and you're confident about what you're going to be doing, right? You essentially don't need that backup. The thing is, though, that uh, in in business, depending on how you conduct your business, you can f- face these type of risks. You remember the lady we we had here? Um, what was her name again? Oh, I know who you're talking about. I forgot her name. There's this now. lovely Ooh. lady we were interviewing uh, not a, a couple of m- weeks ago, a couple of months ago, and she was a millionaire, bawling hard, thinking that she doesn't need nothing. A car you know? for every day of the week. S- a she car? had a car for every day what? of the week. She yeah. was flying to to um, Dubai Mil- just for yeah. a dress. You know that lady. And then all of a sudden, everything came crashing down. She was owing. Like what was it? Ten, ten million? Yeah, something yeah, like ten. Somewhere million. around ten million. And she, she has nothing. And she had nothing. And now you owe ten million rand, and you want to try paid back, and and so on. So, it it's clear that life can go topsy turvy. And had she had some sort of protection, at least she would know that you know what, I'm I, I've got a, a lifeboat there. Yes. So yeah. I think it depends on what we're talking about specifically. So if it's your business, you want to cover your business and protect it. But a life policy, fifty rand a month for the next forty years, like that's a personal thing. So well, so, well, so I've actually uh, been approached by these life policy guys. I was yeah. taking blood tests yesterday. <laughs> yeah, guys, I was doing all these things. <laughs> you know, they let you do all these things. Uh, and, yeah. Um. So uh, I'm healthy. Good. That's um, good to hear, man. <laughs> that's good to hear. But what I was getting to is that, uh, so there's a uh, there's um you know there's disability cover. Yeah. So there's something that you get paid in case you're disabled and you can no longer do do your job yes. as good as you could. Yeah. Um. Then there is something called a dreaded a dread disease cover. Mm. So for instance, if you you know get cancer and that yeah. type of stuff. So there's and and also the the weird thing about that right is that they they don't pay you everything regardless of what you have. So if you have cancer stage one versus stage five, you know different stages pay out different amounts. Yeah, levels. So when look. when it's guaranteed that you're gonna die, then they'll they give you pay a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, why? I'm sick. Give me my money, man. <laughs> Jeez. Anyway, so um so there's that. Then there's the um you know the 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 life cover, meaning that when you die. This is what will go to your family. You know, that's what you're leaving behind. And um, what I appreciate about the life cover is this. You know, there is sometimes a case where Lesejo has his wife and his kids and he's been working hard 
And I mean, he's got this 20 year bond to pay off mm-hmm. with this 1.3 million rand house and everything looks great. The kids are going to good schools and life was just good for you. Then you got into a car accident. Boom. This is 10 years into your life. You are at the age. I know you said you're going to get married at like 30. So now you are actually 40, 40, right? So So now you're at 50. So you're at 50. You have not paid off that house. You're 50 years old. You're dead. And the house now, because you hadn't paid it off, the bank repossesses it. And now... Whatever else you were owing, if you're still owing on that lovely Audi that you had, mm-hmm. that's getting repossessed. Your kids had a home. Now they don't have a home. They, they, there's no cars as well. Like life has just gone backwards for them. Your mom can't afford uh, um, school fees on her own. Mm-hmm. So then they move to a smaller life. You see, now it starts to, to give you chesties to yeah. say, ah, man. I should have had the life you policy. Know? So what the life policy does, not that we're trying to encourage life policies, but what we're trying to do is just educate everybody. So, that, I mean, we're young people. Sometimes mm-hmm. we don't know these things. So what the life policy does is if you die too early, it pays off the house. It pays off the car so that the things that, that you are still paying off can still belong to your kids and to your family. So that's all fair and well. Mm. And if you were not owing anybody, then that money just is given to them. Trust fund vibes. So, um, that, that's, I think that, that is that's a the cool posi- part. That's the positive part of it. Mm. Positive part of it. Mm. And if you consider how much you're paying per month, ne? Mm. if, if you were to save that 200 rand or 250 a month, save it, times it by, you know, all the, those months, all those year. months, mm. it will never amount. To 500,000 or for or a million. million. Yeah. yeah. So it's just, it is a just in case. It's good for them because they make a lot of money taking your money like that because they invested in, yes. in the stock markets and yeah. everything and they make truckloads of money. Yes. But it's risky for you to go try and the whole uh, Forex exchange thing and think yeah, that you also going to go wrong, bro. You know uh, what I mean? Yeah. You need to know what you're doing. You need to know what you're doing. Yeah. So you see, so there's two different kinds of, there's two different type of young people in South Africa. Yeah. There are the wizards who mitigate risk. Yeah. And then there are the sechos who say, all the money I make uh, is to make more money. Yeah. And if you go bankrupt, then we read about Lesejos <laughs> <laughs> on Daily Sun. <laughs> we just auctioned this house. <laughs> because, and, and this is why I say, so like someone like Richard Branson. So yeah. Branson actually can't have an insurance policy. Yeah. Because of his, because of his lifestyle, right? Yeah. So yeah. he has to say, so he puts it in like a, a savings, or whatever, X amount yeah. of million. And then you get someone like Donald Trump who's yeah. gone bankrupt and made money again, et cetera, mm. et cetera. So basically what it is that life just doesn't have any guarantees. I yeah. feel like you should just live life on your terms, man. That's Whatever works for you, bro. And then this, uh, yeah, but maybe I should say that for, uh, probably for next week, but I have yeah. another one as well in terms of. How do we get to this? Wait, like, I'm trying to understand. Because we were talking about the new season, new year, new show. Now no, this but this is important, though. Because <laughs> this is important. Is this stuff. the new season, guys? This is fundamental. This is Adele 25. Like, it's <laughs> new things. What? <laughs> is this the new season? Like, that's what I'm trying to new find. New things that happen in life. Because another thing was, uh, like, mm. how many life policies you actually get? Do you get a life policy or you should get a dread disease? Or should you have this or you should have a funeral cover? Because you know, there's different, yeah, right? there's then different there's, packages. There's, yeah, then there's a company that can give you all of them all in one. Mm. And then you pay like 60 rand for for the life cover then you pay like 
um, 120 rand. Because the one I definitely know I don't need is funeral cover. Yeah. No, um, he, listen, worst case scenario, <laughs> I'll always have enough money for my own well, funeral. Well, haven't you seen Desmond do it? I don't. No, guys, no, guys. But I'm going to cut you off gear now. No, no, no. Let's no. all stop. Is, 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 is this what Gentleman by Choice will be in the new year? Are we going to to call it insurance insurance talk? Life policy talk? No, no, talk? no, no. Obviously not. <laughs> I, uh, but it, it was just important because no, um, important, a lot of yeah. young people normally don't know about these hey, what should I be saving? How should I be going about? Mm. You know, you get these random phone calls. I mean, just after you've graduated, you get all these phone calls yeah. from different people saying, hey, we can insure you like this. Hey, how about you take... And you're like, ah, I'm not interested. Ah, I'm not interested. But you don't know if you're not interested because you've never really given, mm. them a, given them a chance yeah. to, to explain what it is. And do you really need it? We're not sure, but let's find out. Yeah. So what... I mean, it's, it's, it's a really good idea to start saving from a very young age. It's also a good idea to try, try get certain policies or maybe even, um, start saving for your retirement from a very young age. Cause now there's this tax free saving thing that's out there as well. Mm. Where, I mean, you tax guys, it's tax is real guys. It, it is a real thing. How your money hard. And if you don't know about it, then I mean, now you, you really, you're getting child anyway, but you don't know about it. And, uh, the worst thing is not knowing because when you're saying to when you have to go to court and then they say why didn't you pay your tax and you're like i didn't know they're like i yes la, la, la. you know yeah hey, so, that's all i want to say yeah, was, uh, new season i want to go back to the new season as uh we're we're about to get our guest in um and what i want to ask like i really want to ask this is uh where is gentleman by choice going in year two because we are growing up, we're doing big things and we're talking serious stuff. But is gentleman by choice going another level? Is gentleman by choice the highest level? Where are we going, guys? That's what I need to know from you. And we're I'm going to Dubai and we're going to ball. All right. <laughs> Hard. So <laughs> I'm just trying to create the new identity out here for our new <laughs> season. And uh, if we're going to Dubai to ball, okay, well, uh, let's find out what our new identity is when we're in Dubai and balling, okay? So I put out a tweet on uh, on, on Twitter and uh, I just put a, a poll out there just finding out to, what's the next step for the new radio year. I just asked what's the, what should we call gentlemen by choice? I mean, we've discussed this for the past few weeks. And uh, where should we be going? Because, I mean, we're doing a lot of stuff out here. Should we call the radio show in the new season Unplugged and In Charge? Should we keep it gentlemen by choice? Or does it really matter? Do you really just love the show? Or should we have um, the fourth musketeer, (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Vaughn here? Because on social media, we have been getting hit up to say, listen, guys, um, the events that you guys do with Vaughn and the other guys, why don't we have a a wine all and done platform? But we'll see what the new year. Yeah, we'll see what the new year holds. But if you go onto my Twitter profile at Sampira Petros, you'll see my uh, tweet that I pinned there. Saying that, uh, what should we do next? I mean, your input is more important than anybody else. And at the moment, maybe I should share some insight on this poll. What do you guys feel? Go for it. Okay, so um, I put this poll up uh, this morning, about two hours ago. And I just asked, um, I, all I said is, gentlemen, by choice is officially a year old. With the new radio year, what do you think the show should be called? And uh, I had three options. Gentlemen, by choice, unplugged and in charge. Or I just love the show. It doesn't really matter what the show is called. Take a guess how the the results are going at the moment. What do you think, Lester Kong? I think it was an option for Mapanga Radio. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's what? I'm joking. What? <laughs> I'm joking. I'd, I'd, ex- 
I don't know. I'd expect the I'd expect number one to be gentleman by choice because people are used to it, right? Okay. Maybe number two, they don't care what the name of the show is. All right. Okay. Wizard, what do you feel? <sighs> well, I mean, uh, unplugged and in charge has been something that we've been pushing for quite some time. It's a uh, it's uh, a great movement, and it's it's something that looks like it's going to be huge. Not just for South. It's not a South African dream. It's an African dream. Yeah. And uh, it would make sense to merge the two things together and say. Whatever we're doing is, you know, it's it's with one 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 beat. Yeah. So so I I think there are some people who are going to see it like that as well and say let let's let's fuse everything. Let's let there be unplugged ra- unplugged and in charge radio. It's unplugged and in charge seminars. It's unplugged and in charge the golden thread, right? You know, it's unplugged and in tar- charge caps. Everything is just unplugged and in charge. Okay. So what I can share is some insights on the poll. It's been very interesting when the poll started. Um, okay, so let me just tell you straight. Yeah. The third option, I just love the show. That's last place. So it's uh, between it's on fifteen percent. Yeah. And uh, between unplugged and gentleman by choice, it was an interesting thing at the beginning. One of them was doing really well at the beginning. They were like eighty, ninety percent, and now it's evening out a bit. And uh, in second place at the moment is unplugged and in charge with thirty eight percent, and at, in first place is gentleman by choice with forty seven percent. But who knows what could happen in the next few days. I'm going to have this poll up for the next few days. I have a feeling that uh, the tables will turn again. Uh, who knows what, hap- what will happen. But I really have a feeling that um, people are... Change is good, you know. I just feel like change is good. And we'll see what happens. I feel like that poll is more interesting than the IEC voting. <laughs> hey, right. <laughs> but yeah, that's my, that's my two cents. Um, yeah. Thanks for talking about insurance when I was just trying to share my two cents. Like, like it's okay. Sorry, guys. All right. So we got the lovely lady uh, in studio with us today. She's got a lovely smile, I must say. Um, we, we actually going to be chatting to this lady right here. She's an MC and speaker in the corporate social responsibility space. And she lives by the motto, your life is your message to the world. Make it inspiring. Please welcome Tuli Sibego. Tuli, how are you doing? I'm well, thank you. Thank you for having me. Fantastic. Yeah. Well, thank you for coming to join us right here. It's uh, certainly always great to have you. Yay! Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so, Tuli, tell us about yourself. Um, sure. Where do I start? Um, pretty much, um, Tuli Sibego is my name. Um, born and bred from Soweto. Grew up in Soweto for most of my life. Tobi, Um yeah, 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 yeah. So, we used to live in Orlando West, then we moved to Tibkluf. Uh-huh. I come from a very big family. Yeah. Like, very big. What fam- What uh, team no. does your family support in Soweto? Uh, obvious. You can't be obvious, <laughs> Baba. Orlando Pirates. <laughs> obvious. I think you're going to say Morocco I think my dad will literally kick us out. Yeah, so I come from a very big family. I've got, um, there's six of us in total. Yeah. Um, one boy, five girls. Whoa. So it's a very big family. Um, yeah, and my background well i sure i started working uh, like anybody else left school went started working mm-hmm. i think at some point my parents couldn't pay for me to go to varsity so yeah. had to quit varsity and pretty yeah. much decide what i was wanted to do with myself so yeah. initially i wanted to do an accounting degree mm. and then i changed my mind i was like no this is not me like yeah. being counting and counting numbers is not really something that i want to do yeah. um and what happened is you know life is, is is an amazing progression you know things happen that you don't really expect to happen mm. and i think at that point when i was working for an 
engineering firm, um, the HR lady, we were starting to do a lot of events within yeah. the, you know, the business that I, the, the, the company. Yeah. Um, and I said, so, you know what, I'm going to put my hand up. I'll love to help you just yeah. to kind of see if it's something that I'm interested in. So I started, I started getting more involved in the marketing side of the business. We were hosting events for, for some of our clients that were coming in and out and all those great things. Yeah. And um, one of my friends that I went to school with, we've always wanted to start a business together. It was one of our things. We knew. We were like, you know what? We can run a company together. Both our parents were entrepreneurs when we were growing up. So we knew. You know, we just wait, were waiting for the right time. Yeah. And around the same time, she was... Um, she was already in, in the in the industry and she was like, you know what, this is the right time. We need to get in there now. You know, um opportunities there. So let's start this thing. Let's start working on this company and How old put are this, you this time. Twenty six. Okay. Um so we sat, you know, late hours, go to my go to my job nine to five. Mm. In the evenings would meet Put strategies together. How are we going to do this thing? How are we going to go out into the market? Um, we young, you know, we, I don't have experience. You've got the experience. How we, you know, how are we going to sell yeah. ourselves? We then eventually, you know, got together. We were basically at the right place at the right time. One of my clients at that point, they were looking for um, a new agency. Um, and they were specific in what they wanted. And we kind of ticked all the boxes, you know, mm. female, you know, BEE. So yeah, we kind of like, yeah, you know, like tick, tick, tick. We're like, yeah, we can go, we can go pitch. And yeah. I think what helped, what helped us then when we started the company is, you know, she was already in the industry. So she had the experience. I was bringing in more the, the BE element, you know, mm-hmm. but I guess when, you know, when you come into a partnership like that, you always need to, um, bring in value, you know, and yeah. also it's, it's also about learning from each other. And mm. so we went in, we pitched, we got the, we got our first business, which was awesome. Great. Quit my job. And, uh, yeah. And my mom was like, are you seriously going to quit your job? And mm. I'm like, yes. That's an interesting time in your life, right? <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> so, so you got like one client and then you just quit yeah, the job. Yeah. I quit my job with one client. Um, it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's a beautiful <laughs> thing. <You know? laughs> no, but you know what? Um, also in fairness, I think when I look back at my life and where things are now, it's, it was easier then. You know, mm. I hadn't accumulated a lot of debt. I was yeah. living at home with my parents, mm. you know, so it was easy for me to negotiate with my parents and say, okay, here's the thing here. My car's paid off. Great. Mm. Thumbs up. I can get to work. I can go to client meetings, mm. but I need to stay home for another year just to figure myself out. And yeah. I think it was awesome because they supported me. My parents were like, thumbs up. Let's see what happens. Mm. Um, at first, obviously, like, you know, my, my mom was very apprehensive. Yeah. You know, you're getting benefits at work and I'm a benefit. You know how old and people medical, are. Yeah, in medical, you know, security, you, probably, <laughs> you, know? Yeah. you probably didn't find. Anyway, so I, um, yeah, eventually it worked out. We ran the business. We've been running the business for about 10 years now. It's, well, it's my 11th wow. year. Yeah, so wow. you, you can calculate yes. how old I am now. Um, <laughs> um, and within the business itself, you know, there was a lot of things that we were doing. We were doing a lot of events. Strange enough, my clients are in the technology sector. Yeah. And within the industry, I was like, sure, something is missing in this industry. You know, um, every time when I host events or I do events, there's not a lot of female representation. Where are the females in technology? Yeah. So, um, the whole idea came about with my business, well, my, my other partner, where we, we sat down in, you know, at our events and we're like, okay, why, why are there no females in technology? Where are they? Yes, they're there, but the representation is not so great. Yeah. So the few females that I spoke to, I was like, okay, but make me understand, you know, so wh- where are the, where, where are the females? And she's like, no, you, you know, truly in technology, it's quite hard because when you're young, as a young female, you, you know, you, you are not associated with technology. Technology is for boys, you know, mm. um, it's for females. It's not something that we get into quickly or we see careers in, in the so space. So it was a huge gap. In it essence. was a huge gap. It was a huge gap, huge gap. And then I took my background, you yeah. know, and my upbringing and I'm like, this actually makes sense because mm. I grew up 
playing video games. Yeah. I grew up doing Game Boy. I, you know, I had a brother, so I was very close with my brother. So yeah. that was my thing. Same. So and I mean, it kind he of, needed. He needed. <laughs> I know he did. He needed somebody. <laughs> and I guess I'll, I, you know, he, he probably felt that I was the easy one to get into the whole, the whole, the whole thing. Mm. Um, and that's really where it came from. And I was like, you know, I, I looked at my, my upbringing and I'm like, you know, had I had a, a mentor or somebody that I knew or somebody yeah. that was in the industry, I probably would have considered a Korean technology. I, yeah. I don't know what would have happened. It's actually interesting. What I actually want to ask you is based on your background, actually, then, because you told us that you went to varsity, then you dropped out yes. and then you wanted to study accounting. Then yeah. you're working at an engineering firm. Yeah. So I think I missed something somewhere, somehow, because it's 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 a very interesting background because yeah. now you're in the technology space. We're in the future. You're in the technology. Yeah. Space. But how did you get to the engineering firm, first of all? I was doing project accounting within oh. the engineering firm. Okay. So there was a, a position for an accountant because yeah. that's what I wanted to become. Okay. Okay. So that's when I, I kind of applied and okay. I thought that's what I wanted to do. But once I was in there, I was like, no, bean counting is not my thing. I cannot yeah. do this every day. So yeah. that's how I progressed mm. to the marketing element and then op- mm. opening my agency. Yeah. Um, and then now obviously running Anglo African events within the tech space. Yeah. And then st- starting the organization goes and vent tomorrow. Yes. Um, you know, the whole thing was we need to empower young females to consider careers in, t- in technology. Yeah. And there's so many amazing women in tech that I've met mm. who are doing phenomenal things, black, white, Indian, across the board. Yeah. And for me, I think I want to use this platform or goes and vent tomorrow to kind of share their stories, you know, um, T- tell young young females that they are out there, they exist, and they're doing amazing things. Yeah. I mean, if you look at the the world as a whole, you know, from a technology perspective, big corporates are being run by females. Yeah. You, know, you look at your HPs, you look at your Intels, you look at, you know, there's quite quite a few tech giants are being run by females. Mm-hmm. So for me, I think it was just a, 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 the next progression and, and really where we wanted to go as a company to kind of, you know, we now need to concentrate on events that that add value. You know, it's not just about we make we create events where we make money. Yes, we, everybody wants to make money, yeah. but we need to give back. You know, so what? What then? We decided to do is within the wing of the company, we would use Girls Invent Tomorrow as our CSI project. So within the CSI project, we would we'd do number of, of events. You know, we'd host coding sessions. We'd go to schools and speak to to young girls, bring females in technology, mm. and speak to young girls and get them yeah. to meet you know other young females so they can identify with. Because I know with a lot of young people, it's you need somebody you can identify with. Yeah. Yeah. It's all good and well. You say yeah, somebody is, is is the CEO, but if you can't identify with them or you don't know their story, it comes a big a, a bit far-fetched the story feels a bit far-fetched so i think for us it was really just about you know um creating this this entity that we can then take take to take forward to different companies or even within my clients to kind of say look i've created this entity if you're looking for a csi um, element of it let's talk let's work together let's you know let's let's do good um and 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 kind of try and fix the status quo when it comes to the technology element you know where, mm. where females are represented and that's how girls invent tomorrow started and this is it's two years old um we've got an amazing project that we, we we're doing i mean we've just literally put our, our project plan together for this year mm. um obviously i mean march is um it's on the eight, on top of the march is international women's day yeah so yeah. one of our projects that we're doing is we there's a home that we've just partnered with in Midrand, New Jerusalem, New Jerusalem home. Yeah. What we're doing is we're taking them to UJ, um, and we're spending about, about a day. We we getting we exposing them to robotics. Mm. These are how females, old are these girls? Um, um, eight, nines, and tens. So that's okay. grade ten to twelve. Okay. You yeah. know, we try, we're just trying to expose them to what's out there. You know, so yeah. we, that's one of the projects that we're doing. And yeah. the other projects that we've got planned, we've got another career workshop where I've got a, 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 an amazing lineup of females. So we're going to be you know talking about their story, where mm. they come from, what they did. 
and we're going to have like a session with them, sit down, talk about who they are, where they come from, and kind of try and motivate and inspire, you know, young, young, young females for, you know, across the board, just mm. to kind of, you know, to see that anything is possible. Yeah. You know, um, you, you don't have to limit yourself to wanting to be a presenter or, you know, wanting to. Yeah. Giving them more options yeah. in essence. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Yeah. So because they, they don't really know about they this don't. stuff. The reality is they don't. And, yeah. you know, it's, it's funny how with having, having done this, this girls invent tomorrow, um, I had a lot of other questions when I was going to schools or talking to different young people where they were like, but what about other careers? You know, what about us? What about what, you know, what are we going to do with, with, you know, with all those careers? Um, and then, you know, I'm a, I'm an ideas person. I always want to create things and then I, I hopefully I have a team that can kind of execute. Mm-hmm. Um, and then obviously the next generation, um, um, movement started, you know, from that way. It's like puzzle like, pieces. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. So I'm trying to piece all the puzzles yeah. together. So what we, what we then did last year is we hosted our first, um, event called Next Generation Leadership Conference. Yeah. And what we did then is really this event is for young people, you know, anybody who's a youth who's, who is under 35. This event specifically is for them. You know, yeah. what we try and do with that event is we try and get young people to speak to other young people, mm. you know, young people who've done amazing things, who, yeah. uh, who are, who are breaking boundaries, you know, so what it's like, it's a full day session and we've got different topics. We've got um, topics on careers. We've got topics on entrepreneurship. We've got topics on just CSI. Yeah. Um, and that kind of also kind of fitted in into, you know, Anglo-African events mm. and our CSI projects, how we're going to give back now that we've kind of, you know, the company works. You yeah. know, we, we've built the clientele. Now, what are we going to do to add value? It's not just about just the money element. Now it's about adding value in society. Mm. And, uh, you know, with the whole fees must fall that's happening now. Yeah. For us, it was like, sure, everything is kind of tying in quite nicely. You know, how, what are we going to theme this year's event that's targeted at youth to kind of, you know, give them a platform to talk, voice their opinions, and then use that platform to kind of say, it's your future at the, at the end of the day. The platforms are there, created for you. Yeah. How are you going to use those those platforms to then grow yourselves, you know. So that's really pretty much where I am in my career and yeah, and what I'm doing in terms of my projects. What about boys? Actually, what to ask them? That's where the next generation comes in. The next generation yeah. is across the board. It's mm. females, it's males, it's it's yeah. you know, it's really the the platform that that we've created mm. from a technology space. When it comes to boys, is my my husband, strange enough, he's in technology. He's lived, breathed technology. So mm. we're trying to kind of form a company together that yeah. we can then, when we host these events, we can then bring in the boys side of, of things, yeah. you know, um, because we've also felt that there's, there's, there's a big gap. And a lot of the young boys, when we have the girls, they're like, but what about us? You, we're getting left behind. Yeah. So it's also creating that platform. And yes, we have, we, we've started, we are creating it. Um, and we are running a project together. You know, my husband and I have, are rolling out a project where we're going to host, um, a coding session or just different sessions, um, every Saturday. So we, we, we've gone, we're going to the schools now to kind of, Present this this thing that we want to do. It's going to be a twelve week program. He's going to be teaching it. I'm mm. the brains behind it. He'll teach, yeah. um, and just kind of you know, just kind of give the, our, our our kids skills to equip them for the future. Because I think, you know, once you start working and you you start you you know making money or if that's what that's what it's called, I think we forget to we forget the people behind us. You know, yeah. and I think for me, my biggest yeah. thing is it's always been about. It's not just about you in this world. There are other people that you need to empower. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's my biggest thing. Like I live by empowering other people. So anything that I do, I'm always, okay, what about the next person? Mm. So it's, for me, I think I've, I'm at that stage in my life where, 
I'm still learning. I'm still mm. learning from my mentor. I'm still learning from people that I, I look up to. Yeah. Yeah. But while I'm learning and with what I've learned, let's bring the other people up with us. You know, um, I, I read somewhere somebody said it, it's an amazing analogy to say, you know, it's like, with with a lot of people, you you know, you, it's like taking a lift. You go to the lift, you get to the top of the lift, and then you shut it. You know, mm. you're like, I'm here. Thank you for playing. It's been great. Instead of taking the lift down yeah. and like bringing other people up with you. Yeah. And I thought, wow, that's actually so amazing. I'm gonna start using that analogy in terms mm. of just what we need to do as society because I think the problem is we're all looking for help from the government, for instance, or for other p from other people, but we're not looking within. You know, and I feel young people, especially, you, they are sitting in such an amazing opportunity right yeah. now. There's so many companies out there that are willing to help, that are who want young people. Mm. But the problem with young people is a lot of them don't want to work for it. Mm. You know, everybody wants the quick, the quick, like getting there quickly. I want to make my money, drive my fancy car. Yeah. You have to serve your Jews. You know, yeah. you have to start at the bottom. And work your way up. And that's just how, that's just how the world works. Yes, there'll be a few young people who will, you know, who'll do amazing things when they're young. Mm. But for most of us, you have to serve your Jews. And I find that, you know, young people are very me, me driven. You know, yeah. with yeah. all the opportunities that are out there, you are so me, me driven. You forget to actually say, Hey, here's an opportunity given to me. How can I use this opportunity to grow myself? You know, yeah. and I think that's for me the part that's missing. So we're trying. I mean, look, we, we, everything is still teething for me. And we're kind of trying to grow both the, you know, the next gen um, conferences, which we, which we, we're focusing on doing them on Youth Month, which is, will be in June, and obviously the the girls invent tomorrow, you know, focusing more on the females. Sorry, guys, focusing on the females, <laughs> and then hopefully once you know my husband and I have kind of put together our plan for doing combined, then we can kind of focus on the boys as yeah. well. Yeah, once you once you focus on the boys, can you just call them gentlemen by choice? All <laughs> <laughs> oh, right, let's yeah. Here's something, um, you see. A lot of uh, I, I hear what you're saying about um, young people um, not want not 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 wanting to do the work, and they feel like they want to get there quickly and so on. But where does one draw the line between um, being exploited? Because that happens too mm-hmm. sometimes, where mm-hmm. a person says, "Ah, let's just get some students to do this." Like key experience and exposure, and the two important yeah, E's, right? <laughs> you know, and they'll just do it for free because because they're students, because they 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 don't have nothing to do with money, yeah. so they'll just do it for free. Because and then we will make this ton of money, and then we will you know we'll pocket it for ourselves and give them like two percent. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So there, there's so now where does one draw the line? How do you how how are you able to say ah uh-uh, ah Mona they're using me here? I think with any job or anything that you do, you know, it's always good to have um, other people that kind of um, you can bounce off ideas, you know, you can talk to and you can kind of you can speak to in terms of what is in the line of what I'm supposed to be doing during my eight to five or my job, you know, and when you have that, when you know, when, and also when you know yourself and you know what's right and what's wrong, it's always important for you to, 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 to establish that once you've established that, the foundation, then it's easy for you to go to your boss or whoever's exploiting you to say, according to this, you know, this is what we agreed on, but now we are now going outside the boundaries. And I find that we get very emotional. And once you get emotional, you lose the plot completely. You know, Mm. you, you mustn't get emotional. You mustn't go through a tantrum, through a choice, Mm. just have a a proper discussion. We're all adults. And I think a lot of bosses or whoever it is, they Mm. do listen. If you behave like an adult, if you come to me and you throw a tantrum, I will treat you like a child, you know? And I think that's Mm. the part that 
I find is 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 is, is for me is with young people is missing. Yeah, yeah. Can I just say the way you talk about everything that you're doing, you can just hear this is what you've always wanted to do with your life. I mean, yeah. you're so passionate and you speak with such conviction, which is something amazing. It's a rare quality. So. It's amazing, man. Thank, Thank you, you for that. Thank you. Um, what I really want to ask you is, um, your life really changed when you left your job, right? Completely. So, yes. uh, <laughs> I'm Completely. in the, <laughs> I see Lesoko laughing because uh, he realizes that that's a similar space that I'm in right now. Yeah. But what I want to ask is, how was it in that first year? I mean, there, there are a lot of things that a lot of people want to do out here in the world, but, mm. um, it's hard to take that leap, right? Yeah. It's and people don't know what's on the other side. Exactly. Because they've always been on this side. Exactly. And this side. So tell us what is on the other side. What is on the other side? And how, what the does it take? The first year on the other side. And what does it take to get to where you got? Sounds like a movie. Yeah, I know, yeah. right? It's <laughs> the other like side. The other <laughs> <laughs> um, featuring Tulisa Beko. Anyway, I'm um, sorry. Just to get back to it. I think for me, it, you know, it, it was a big leap of faith. Mm. But... What made it easy for us yeah. was firstly the support we got from our family. Yeah. Without the support from your family, it becomes harder, yeah. you know, because you have to prove yourself to them mm. and the, the people outside were like, ah, we'll see how this thing's going to last. Mm. The second thing is, you know, you, with anything that you do, you have to kind of have a plan in place, yeah. you know, and see and say, okay, in the next year, where do I see this company or where do I see this thing going? Yeah. If it doesn't work, what are my options? You know, so you can't go in there. You, I'm not I'm saying going in there with the option of failure. No, I'm just saying have a plan in place. Have vision, because right? Have vision, yeah. Kind of see and say, okay, if it doesn't work out, when at what point do you then say, okay, this is not working, yeah. you know? And I think the third thing for me is, you know, using the relationships you have, mm. you know, to kind of bounce off ideas because sometimes you might have these amazing ideas, but if you speak to somebody older or somebody who's in the industry, who's gone through the challenges, yeah. it's always easy to get somebody else's perspective, mm. you know, because we spend so much time in our own heads yeah. that we forget. And you know, that there are other people who've, 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 who've walked the path, yeah. who know, who understand it. Um, and that for me is also the, the big thing, you know, and mm. I think when you, for us, it was, it was, it made sense because there was two of us. Yeah. So any challenges we had, any troubles we had, we could bounce off each other. We had mm. each other. You know, mm. we were like a, a unit. Um, when you try and do it on your own, it's harder because you're sitting there and you're like, yo, am I, you know, is this the right decision yeah. or is, it, you know, um, but for me, it was the leap of faith worked, worked out. Yeah. The reason why it worked out is because we planned for it. Yeah. You know, we had a client that we pitched the work, we got the job yeah. and it made it easier. Yeah. From that perspective. Okay. Um, and it, it just, it kind of fell into place, but mm. it fell into place with us having to work on the next thing. We had a client in place. Yeah. We couldn't have said, yeah, we've done it now and we're done. Yeah. You haven't arrived. We haven't, do you know what I'm yeah. saying? We yeah. had the client in place and then we're like, okay, great. Let's park this client in place. What, what are we going to do next? Yeah. Well, where's our focus? Yeah. And it kind of started growing slowly, but surely like just growing legs. I mean, it was tough. Um, mm. like any other business was tough, but because, you know, it was, easier then mm. you know the important thing is we didn't have debts yeah. you know i think that's the crux of it it was just financially we were you know we we're in a position where it was whatever whatever cent we got from the company yeah it was it went back into the company you know, so it was, so what i want to understand is how long did it actually take for you to realize that yes this actually works we can do this like i think the second year the second when year, it kind of year. fell into place when okay. it's kind of became more solid and more real okay. and the contracts we were getting were a bit bigger okay. and more people started believing in 
in us because before people are like, oh, shame, Tuli is doing this thing. Yeah, okay. Yeah. You, know, you know how it is. <laughs> people just yeah. think when you run an events company, bang up phone, my keke. Just random. And you're like, no, ma, actually, it's a proper company. Can't like, this is your life. <laughs> this is your life. It's not a catering <laughs> company. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so there's all those things. Because uh, an events company, it's, uh, it's it, too complicated. It, it, is yeah, they do everything. Yeah. By Kater, we, 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 you have to kind of like say, no, no, my ex, no, yeah, we, we, I can help you, but I'm things I'm a cake, you know, so it's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's just, uh, you know, uh, making people understand what it is that you do yeah. and yeah. what, you know, how your company works and stuff. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> that's powerful stuff. <laughs> Yo, it gets, it gets tough. I, I have to agree with you, but no, definitely. That's, I think, for for entrepreneurs and all of that, it's clearly evident that in your first year, things aren't necessarily going to blow out and be sustainable. It takes a lot more effort, right? Yes, mm. a lot, like a lot of work, and it's a lot of late nights yeah. and a lot of sacrifice. Yeah. You know, yeah. um, I was lucky then because I think I don't remember if I'm yeah. I I, I think my my life it, it was just from a relationship perspective. Yeah, it was easy because my partner then, who's actually my husband now, oh, right. um, you know, really supported proper, me. You know, yeah, yeah it was it actually quite awesome because I was thinking back, I'm like, oh my gosh, he's actually being the guy who was. You do it, baby. Don't worry. I'll stay and get a job. You no. <laughs> you focus yeah, on the company. So I yes. think that kind of made it even a lot easier. He was mm. not competing with me. He was like, no, we in this for the long term. But That's then the you, man you, who knows who yeah, he is. I think eh? it was it was. Look, I was I was really I, I found the the right person, and I'm, I'm very grateful for that. Can I ask you what know? what culture group is he? He's a Swati. Nice. Goonies. Goonies. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Cool. That's cool. So that, so the support came from like my, my siblings, my sisters, my dad, my mother, yeah. and even my boyfriend then, cause he was still my boyfriend. He was just yeah. there and, you know, he was just, okay, what do you think? He you wasn't know? So those casual, he, casual boyfriends n- who were like, alright, well, baby, <laughs> you do you, you know, you do think, you, boo. You know, when you're young, <laughs> you Felicia. think, you think that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. But I think with him, he obviously, he wanted long term, but yeah. it, it kind of, it made it easy because that's he was cool. then, okay, baby, you can do this thing, you know. That guy's so, a visionary. That that man deserves a belt. Eh? Like yeah. That man deserves a proper belt. <laughs> yeah. A gentleman by choice. A true gentleman by yeah. choice. Yeah. Now tell me, what, um, Tuli, what, what's your message to young girls or young women that are, that they, they are either dreaming of these things that they want to do. They, they either in varsity, some of them maybe are at work, but that's, that's not it for them. They still have these other things and they're wondering when is the right time to leave when is mm. should i should i stay a while get a lot of money first when is the right time for me to leave um i think you need to talk to someone that is mm. number 1 you know because and also the the money that you have you know it make sure it's saved and it's saved in a way that when you decide to leave you can kind of um you know it will last you depending on how long it will last you yeah. but i think for me it's really talking to somebody about those ideas and finding the 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 positive people who have positive influences around you because yeah. it's 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 always about sometimes we 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 think doing things on our own will get us far but actually it, it you know in reality is you need people around you you need people around you to help you you know it's uh, for me it's 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 i look at my company and how how i run it now i'm Tuli and it's great, but my team, you know, the, 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 the girls who work for me, cause it's a whole, it's a female team. The, the team, the girl that work for me, 
pretty much run the business. Mm. And the reason why they run the business is because we talk, we communicate, we, 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 we plan, we, you know, we have included them in the, in, in where the company is going. So I think with, with, with any young person wanting to do something, wanting to try something, wanting to, you know, venture, venture out, there is always somebody who, who's willing to lend a, a lend an ear, you know, yeah. and you have to obviously find their time. And, 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 and be a pain, you know, pester yeah. them, keep nagging because if you, if you, if you email somebody once and they don't respond, mm. it means they're busy. You know, yeah. the reality yeah. is people are busy, you know, but mm. if you nag SMS, you know, WhatsApp, they'll always remember that I must actually spend some time and just see what this person needs help with. Mm. And I find we very, we fear that, you know, we always like, we send somebody an email and yeah. you wait like two weeks, three weeks and then don't follow, follow through. So it's, it's started, but follow through, you know, because the reality is people are busy. They're not being funny, but people are busy. Um, but, just if you are, if you want something, if you want something yeah. bad, you will make it happen. You know, that's my biggest, you will always make it happen. No matter what happens, if it means you're waking up and meeting them at six in the morning, you will You'll make it happen. Sacrifice, you, yeah. Because it's about you at the end of the day and about you getting to the next level in your life. Yeah. But use the people around you to get you to the next level. You know, I'm no man's an island. Like so I've clearly always said. Your circle is something that's very powerful. I, I work within my relationships. You know, my, my girlfriends, my family, my husband. For me, I've seen that, you know, you, for you to grow and even if just as black people in yeah. businesses that we are running, yeah. you know, we need to start working together to progress to the next level. You know, mm. um, we need to stop um, fighting each other. You know, we, we, we need to start supporting each other. And I find yeah. that's our biggest, our biggest, uh, our biggest downfall um, as an African society is that we've got a pull him down syndrome, you know, yeah. um, and it's so sad because, it, you know, they, we have so much potential and yet we, 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 we still under the radar. I feel we haven't uncapped, you know, what we have as just yeah. as a society. And until such time, we, 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 we start that we, we're going to be left behind. And for me, I think with me and my family and my, the people around me, we are aware of that. And that's what we're trying to change. We're trying to say, okay, guys, the reality is this is how the world works. Mm. How are we then going to change it so that we are also part of, the moving forward. We yeah, don't want to yeah. get left behind. So let's pull in our resources, whatever it is, work together. Let's find a way to, you know, to, to reach the top. Fantastic. Well, we heard some good words today from yeah, uh, the lovely Mrs. Sebego yeah. herself. <laughs> Mrs. Yes. Mrs. Mrs. Yeah, just put it yeah. out. Yeah. Really emphasize my Mrs. Because <laughs> the man's listening too, you know. <laughs> so this is actually quite fantastic. Thank you very much for joining us. How do we get in contact with, uh, if we, we are ladies, we want to get involved with, um, you know, the, the whole movement for, for girls. How do we get involved? We are, our website is um, girlsinventtomorrow.com. Mm. Um, we are on Twitter. It's at Girls Invent. And then obviously my email is tuli.sebeko at me.com. Very easy. Pretty cool. Yeah. Just uh, some five really cool things about ladies who actually did invent stuff. Yeah. First up is the dishwasher. Yeah, that Yay. makes sense. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> that sounds very sexy. No, no. That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> then we have the fire escape, Monopoly. The windshield wiper was actually also invented by a woman. Yeah. And the first user-friendly business computer software was actually also invented by a woman. So mm. it's actually quite clear. Ladies do also invent tomorrow. Yeah, they do. Pretty Thank cool. You. Fantastic. Thank you very much for being part of the show. This is Gentlemen by Choice. And it's another really great day. Gentlemen by Choice on cliffcentral.com. This is cliffcentral.com.